I realized in these pursuits to always put people over peaks. So the summits will always be there, but they're not fun if you're standing at the top by yourself with nobody to celebrate. So anything that you're pursuing in life is worth pursuing with people around you and making sure that you're always keeping people in front of peaks. Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to join us. This episode is for you if you want a super dose of inspiration and you're looking to elevate your own summits in life. I'm super, super excited to have my guest today. She is absolutely remarkable. Jennifer Drummond is a mother of seven successful business owner and world record holder. Her newest book just released and it's called Breakproof, Seven Strategies to Build Resilience and Achieve Your Life Goals. Welcome to the show, Jen. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Let's go back. Let's roll back a couple years. Tell the audience about your catastrophic car accident in 2018 that started your current journey. Yeah, it really did. So I was driving home from a nearby town and the reservoir caught my attention. And all of a sudden my attention got brought back to the road and I was coming up really fast on a semi truck. I tried to get into the left lane to avoid crashing into him, um, but we collided and I started going end over end, rolling sideways. And I just remember the second that the car hit the semi, like I got this message that I wasn't going to die, but I needed to surrender to not be injured. And so I did. And yeah, the police called three weeks after the accident because they were rebuilding the scenario and they couldn't build a scenario where I lived, let alone walked away. So that was a line in the sand. It was a reminder that we do not get to choose when we die, but we sure get to choose how we live. And I wanted to start living a little bit more. Yes, yes. I love that message. It's about making more money. It's about making more impact. But even more important is to actually live the life of our choosing. So much so. So as the first women to climb the second highest summits on each of the seven continents, let's start there. What are the seven second summits? Yeah. Okay. So I got into this quest from a bet for my son and then a raise for my coach. So just everybody who wants to listen, I wasn't a mountaineer, but when I had the accident, I realized, man, I want to do something epic for my 40th birthday. So I was going to climb a mountain. My son hadn't heard the mountain. So he's like, why don't you climb Everest like a real mountain? So I signed up for Everest. And then my coach said, I think you should set this world record. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, it's perfect. You have seven kids, seven mountains, seven continents. Sounds like a jackpot. And so then we looked up all the mountains, which are Ojo del Salado in South America, Mount Tyree in Antarctica, Mount Kenya in Africa, Mount Townsend in Australia, K2 in Asia, Dick Tau in Russia, which counts for Europe, and then Mount Logan, which is in Canada for North America. Wow, that just sounds so amazing. And that happened after your car accident. 
Yes, yes. So I was climbing a mountain for my 40th, and then my son thought I should climb Everest, and then my coach thought I should climb the seven second summits. And I wanted to do something that had impact, that was big, that was going to challenge me. And I wanted to travel and experience the world. So everything lined up. I started the quest in December of 2020 when COVID was starting to wrap up and countries were starting to open again. And I climbed the last summit on June 1st of 2023. So how do you do it? You're a mom of seven, because I know a lot of moms with just two kids and they're like, they can't even get to their local trail. What happened? What's different? Yeah, you know, you have to be very intentional. And when you have a goal like Everest, you don't have the ability to say, just kidding, I'm not training today, right? My life is on the line and I promised my kids I'd come home alive. So when you have a goal that requires you to train, you'll train right? If you have a goal that maybe isn't that big, or you can afford to skip a few days here or there, I think it's a lot harder to stay motivated. I also had to get really creative with my calendar. So if my kids had a soccer game, I was that mom on the side of the soccer game, either walking around the field the entire time to get some cardio in, or I'd even bring a 12 inch step with a backpack full of water bottles. And I'd go up and down that step the entire time I watched the game. So it allowed me to be there for him, but also get training in that is hard to fit into a calendar when you have a business and seven humans that call you mom. Wow. Yeah, I think it's really about the small moments, right? That adds up because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are looking for a giant block in their time. And sometimes smaller blocks really make the difference. Oh, definitely. And I would, I mean, it would be great if I could train for three hours at a time in a row. That just wasn't realistic. So then I would be, okay, I'm going to do 10 minutes in the, in the, I would sometimes park in the parking structure at the mall. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just do 10 minutes real quick here to get a whole bunch of flights of stairs in. And then I'm going to go shopping. And then when I go back to the car, I'd do 10 minutes real quick then. And then I would do 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. And all of a sudden those 10 minutes add up to quite a bit of time. And if you can just figure out how to do those little bits, you'll eventually get to climb your Everest or whatever your metaphorical mountain is. Yeah. I love that. The metaphorical mountains, we all have our own mountains right? We all have our own mountains to climb. But I know one of your strategies that you talked about is actually to learn when it's not your mountain. Yes, 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 yes. Um, So two of the mountains that I was climbing took two attempts, right? Mm. And one of the mountains that we were training on for K2 was a mountain that I was climbing. And yeah, it would have been amazing to summit because it's an 8,000 meter peak and there's only 14 of them in the world. So we were on that mountain, we were getting closer to the summit, but things weren't going well. We were short oxygen tanks, the ropes weren't set up, um, everybody had been tired and overworked. And it like what the next section was, was gonna take quite a few hours yet And we had already been on the mountain awake for quite a bit of time. And so I decided, you know what? This isn't even one of my mountains. I'm not going to go up there and climb this right now. I'm going to turn around. Even though I really would like to summit, I have to remember what game I'm playing. And this isn't part of my game. And so I turned around and a friend of mine turned around with me. And unfortunately, those that stayed on the mountain, they ran into trouble. There was rope shortage. There was an issue where someone fell into a crevasse and then it kept 12 people trapped for over 24 hours. And some of them lost fingers to frostbite and had other things happen. And I'm just glad that I had the ability to say, 
yeah, it's cool because I'm here, but this isn't my mountain. I don't need to hang my hat on this. And so I turned around and saved myself a very scary situation on a mountain. Mm, Yeah, I like that. It's, I mean, we're grown, we've grown up to know that we have to work very diligently towards our goals, but we have to also really analyze situations and not let the impulse take over, right? Yes, yes. I tell you, it's there's summit fever. When you get close to those summits, they they whisper to you sweet little things that you should keep going and you should keep going. And it took a lot of discipline to say, I need my energy. I don't want to waste this resource on this mountain that doesn't even count for what I'm trying to pursue. And whenever we're climbing our metaphorical mountain again, just checking in. Am I doing this because it's fun or am I doing this because this is what I need to have done? Am I doing this? Isn't it? Is it putting me in a deficit for things that I want to do that I won't be able to do because I stayed here? I love that. I just did a a couple episodes back. I had a solo episode where I talked about actually giving up is a strategy. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all in for right doing the work, but sometimes giving up and then really looking at the situation is actually a strategy for you to really climb your own mountains and to make the summits that actually matter to you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I talk about it in my book a little bit too, about acclimatizing. So when you climb a mountain like Mount Everest, you don't start at base camp and go all the way to the top. When you start at base camp, you go to a point of failure that might be camp one or camp two. That's when your body can't adjust anymore because the oxygen is too limited in the air and you start feeling heavy and get a little loopy and all the different signs. And when you hit that, you go back to base camp, you spend a few days at base camp, your body physiologically changes and starts to produce more red blood cells. So the next time you go up the mountain, you can go up higher. And I talk about this in the book because when we are pursuing goals, there's times where we're going to hit a point of failure and we're going to have to come back to base camp and we're going to have to decide, okay, what did we learn? What are we doing? Is this the mountain we want to climb? What resources do we need to go higher up the mountain next time now that we know what we know? And so when we climb any mountain, we sometimes have to acclimatize along the way to make sure that we get to the top. Yeah. And then we're talking about mountains here, but really it goes for all things in life, everything you're reaching for in your business, right? We're all business owners here. So it's the challenges, it's the daily challenges, it's the yearly challenges that come along the way that we are talking about here. Definitely. Okay. I love your other strategy as well. Uh, Understand that the goal is actually not the goal. Let's talk about that. Yes, definitely. So when I, sometimes I think we have a goal, right? And so my goal was to become the first female to climb the seven second summits. And that gave me purpose. That gave me direction. That gave me a line to bounce decisions off of. Does this thing bring me closer to my goal or farther from my goal? And when we have these pursuits, they pull us in a direction. And as we go down that path, doors open, things happen. And all of a sudden the journey becomes so much more than the destination. And that happened for me in climbing the mountains. I got to be a part of a lot of charitable organizations and their efforts in these different countries. I got to be a part of different people's adventures that maybe they were the first of their culture to be on top of a mountain or do something. When I was building my financial service company, like I was trying to build a company to a certain amount of assets, but the real joy, the real 
beauty of that pursuit was the number of kids we sent to college, the number of people that got to retire and lived comfortably and not stress about their finances, the number of people that we helped go through a hard time, a pivot in their life, perhaps a divorce or a job change or whatever, and ease the financial burden of that piece. And so, so often our goal is what puts us on the path, but that's what allows the beauty to unfold. Yes, I cannot agree more. We're all going towards the summit, but let's just enjoy the journey. And even if we take a wrong turn, right? Slow down to enjoy the view, smell the flowers and touch all the things that's along the way. And that is the beauty of it. And I think the number one reason people are not reaching their goals is because they're not having fun along the way. Right. Fun is so, so, so important because you can get from point A to B and you can like double down and cinch your fists and be like, I'm going to wrestle this to the end. Or you can let go a little bit and be like, okay, if I'm going from point A to point B, the challenge has already been decided. I'm getting to that point. Now, how do I get there with the most fun? How do I get there with the most people that I get to support or be a part of this journey with me? And when we change the game to having more fun, Instead of just getting from point A to B as fast as possible, we have more endurance. We enjoy the ride. We have more energy to continue on and do other things. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine you had a coach who's summit before, right? You work with people who's already done what you want to do and you who's already been to where you want to go. And that's exactly how you get to places. But along the way, that's where you come in, what's unique to your experience. Definitely, definitely. And coaches are so important on our pursuits. When I was going to climb Everest, I didn't know anybody that climbed Everest and everybody that I knew thought I was crazy. Well, then you call a coach that's climbed Everest or it's trained athletes for Everest before, all of a sudden it starts normalizing your crazy idea. And that coach introduced me to some people that had climbed Everest. So I went out to lunch with them. I went on hikes with them. I got to pick their brain and I got to feel, okay, well, if you can do it and you're a human, I can do it. And it just builds that confidence and it builds that group thought that you need to get from point A to point B and makes it that much easier. Beautiful. So you are also a coach yourself. How do you help people climb their own mountains? You know, everybody's mountain is unique. So it depends on what they need. But I'd say a lot of times we're spending time going on what's going on between their ears, right? I feel most of us are our own limitation as ourselves. And so just evaluating what's showing up for us, what our obstacles are, and how can we look at those with a different lens or a different truth and succeed. Beautifully said. You know, on the site note, what mountain was your favorite? I know people ask me that. It's like asking what was my favorite kid? I don't know. They all were so special in their own way. I did really enjoy Mount Tyree and Antarctica. I had an amazing team. It was just really cool to be in that environment. We had really good weather for our summit day. And yeah, just a bunch of little things played into that one. And what do you think it was your biggest lesson learned along the way that you didn't expect? Um, you know, there's a couple situations where I was put in where I could continue on or turn around and take care of the people that I was with. And I realized in these pursuits to always put people over peaks. So the summits will always be there, but they're not fun if you're standing at the top by yourself with nobody to celebrate. So anything that you're pursuing in life is worth pursuing with people around you and making sure that you're always keeping people in front of peaks. 
Oh, I love that. I love that so much. That's so beautiful, especially as entrepreneurs, as women, we rise together and we can all bloom together, right? Just like flowers, they don't care about who's next to them. Let's all bloom together. I love it. That's a perfect way to say it. <laughs> beautiful. So when the times get hard, is there a favorite quote that you go by to motivate yourself? Yeah, you're going to laugh about this. But my one of my favorite quotes is from John Bon Jovi. And it's with a song like, I just want to live while I'm alive. And anytime I get into a hard spot, I'm like, this is living. And I wanted to live while I was alive. So this is living. And this is one experience I can have. And it's going to end and a new one's going to come. And I don't get to pick all of them, but I can live through them all. So that's one of my favorites. I love that. I, I think sometimes it's the easiest phrases that we actually know all along. That's the best reminders of how to live our better lives. Truth, truth, truth. Awesome. Awesome. It's been amazing to hear your story. So if you are looking for a dose of inspiration, be sure to head to Amazon where you get your books and look up break prove because that's what Jen is all about. Okay, Jen, where else can we find you? Yeah, so you're welcome to visit my website, jendrummond.com. There you'll have all my social media handles. So please reach out and say hi. I love connecting with the community and hearing what goals you're pursuing. Um, you can reach the book or sign up for one of my challenges on that website as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 